Welcome to Wholehearted Coaching, the podcast. If you're looking for more purpose, more passion, more joy in your life, then you have come to the right place. Let's create your dream life while living your dream life. Okay, love? Hi, love. Welcome to Wholehearted Coaching, the podcast. This is where we take a deeper dive into my Mindset Monday post. Now, if you've been listening to me for a while, you know that I usually follow that up with, which you can read live on Instagram or get delivered straight to your inbox. I'm changing things up for 2021. And from now on, my Mindset Monday post is going to be exclusively available to people who are subscribed to my email list. So you can head to the show notes to get on my email list. You can go to my website, wholehearted-coaching.com to join. Um, But I'll be posting a portion of the Mindset Monday post on Instagram, Wholehearted Coaching. Uh, But the entirety of the post, the email, the thoughts is going to be available to people who are on my email list. And I'm trying another thing where in each email, there's usually going to be some journal prompts that you can dig into that help you kind of get deeper into whatever subject we're talking about. So that was like a super long intro. And I'm hoping by next week, I'll have something a lot shorter. But if you want to read this week's Mindset Monday, then get on my email list, which you can do in the show notes, or you can head to my website, wholehearted-coaching.com. All right. You still with me? You're still here? (laughs) So today I want to share with you my number one tool for getting shit done, for getting hard things done, for just doing the damn thing. Now, this is a tool that I use each and every day, and it's a tool that I teach in all of my group coaching programs that creates some of the biggest transformations and changes in in my clients' lives. I really, I really love this tool that I'm going to be sharing with you today. So the tool that we're going to be talking about today is doing work at a B plus level or what I call good enough work. Now I said it, I'm a coach and I'm telling you to do things at a satisfactory level. Okay. In the podcast, we're going to go deeper into what this looks like and what this means, but love, I need you to be open to this idea to trust me that B plus work, good enough work is the key to unlocking your dreams. It's the key to unlocking your productivity, your goals, all of that good stuff. The key is doing things not perfectly. I'm starting with this topic. We're talking about this topic because it is January, which means a lot of us are embarking on new goals and dreams. And honestly, I love the feeling of a new idea or goal. It's it's one of the most thrilling feelings, right? You get all excited and hype and you start to think about all of the possibilities. You know this exact feeling I'm talking about, right? Maybe you felt it today or last week, last month. Maybe it was years ago. But we have all had that moment where a dream takes root in our heart, in our soul. And really, it's just one of the most exciting and incredible feelings ever, right? It's hope, possibility, faith, all those good things. And then 
right? We have all those excite that excitement, that hope. And then all of a sudden, our good old friend, doubt, shows up. And it like brings along its friends, fear, worry, anxiety, insecurity. I mean, doubt has a lot of friends, right? It has a lot of names. And then all that excitement is kind of replaced with how are we going to do this thing, right? How are we going to do this thing we've been dreaming of? And we start to get really overwhelmed. And one of the things we start to do is to kind of look around us and see other people who may be doing a similar thing. And maybe we start thinking to ourselves, oh my gosh, they're doing it so much better than I ever could. Or maybe we start researching about our dream and we find out there's so many options. There's so many ways that we could be doing this thing. And underlying all of this is the belief that there is a best way to do it all, that there is a perfect way to embark on our dream. And the more and more we try to figure out that perfect way, doing the thing perfectly, we delay and we stall. And the more we stall, the more we get down on ourselves, right? We start to create this narrative that we're lazy or we have no idea what we're doing. And that cannot be further from the truth. Our belief that we need to do things perfectly, that there is a best way to embark on our dreams is what trips us up so often. I really need you to hear me when I say this. Trying to do it perfectly, trying to do it the best way is what is causing you to not do the damn thing that you've been dreaming of for years. It's not that you're a procrastinator. It's not that you're not smart enough that you don't know what you're doing. It is this notion, this idea of perfection, of a best way. Now, I am speaking to you as a recovering perfectionist. And let me tell you, the day that I started to let go of perfect, the day that I started to question my perfectionism was the day that I finally was able to do all the things that I was dreaming of. So today's Mindset Monday reads, when you realize that procrastination is often a symptom of perfectionism, you realize that you're delaying not because you don't care, but because you care so much, love. Now, perfectionism is a trickster because it's actually a really self destructive and harmful coping mechanism that is praised in our society, right? That's upheld, that's lauded. And, and notice that I didn't say, you know, character trait. No, perfectionism is a coping mechanism, a mechanism that so many of us created when we were younger, a former version of ourselves created that allowed that version to feel safe or seen, worthy, valued, secure in environments that we found ourselves in and where we didn't feel any of those feelings, right? Perfectionism is a mechanism that makes us falsely believe that we are worthy, that we are good enough. It makes us believe that our value lies in how perfectly we do things, right? That was certainly true for me. 
little old chubby brown me, newly immigrated from Iran, trying to adapt in an environment where I felt totally unaccepted, totally alone. And being perfect, I realized, right, doing things perfectly, doing things in a really amazing way was one of the ways that I was finally seen. I was accepted. I was praised. And perfect was also a way for me to lessen the burden on my immigrant parents, right, who'd sacrificed so much to immigrate to a new country. As I'm saying this, I want you to think of what your perfect story may be. Right, here are some questions that you can reflect on. Maybe you want to pause the podcast and write them, write them down, or maybe you're walking, just think of them. But what did being perfect give you? Right, safety, security, an avenue to be seen and heard. Was perfect something that was praised in your household or community? Right, what was said or unsaid when it came to being perfect or doing things perfectly or to a certain standard, right? And, you know, you hear that a lot in like some households, like we do things at a certain standard here. Yeah. Is it a standard or do you just want me to do things perfectly? Right? So a lot of my clients come to me thinking that they're perfectionists, like that is who they are. And I get it. That is who I thought I was. But the truth is love, we are not perfectionists. Perfectionism is a coping mechanism that we developed. And thank God we developed it because it got us to where we are now, right? It helped us get through things, but we all know that that perfectionism eventually gets in the way. It's going to stop you from doing things that are important. It's going to make you, you know, have anxiety and worry and overwhelm. It stops you from taking risks that could create so much beauty in your life. So perfectionism is a part of you. It's a mechanism. It's a coping mechanism that you developed. It is not you. You are not a perfectionist, right? Perfectionism is something that you cultivated and nurtured because it helped you get through a certain, um, you know, part of your life or parts of your life. I really believe it's so important to talk about all this stuff because, you know, you hear so many people in the coaching world just be like, you know, stop being perfect. No one wants your perfect. My gosh, I'm sorry I'm using that voice, but like, let's just go with it. That's a coach. Um, (laughs) And I love how I said no one wants your perfect because I feel like I may say that phrase later in this podcast because I totally believe that. But we first have to talk about our relationship with perfection. I've said this before, in order to transform anything, we first need to become aware of why it's there, why it's so powerful, why we perhaps feel that we need it. So here are some more prompts for you to try out. And there are also some prompts, remember, in the email list. So if you get on the email list, you can also find more prompts and some of these prompts there. But here's some prompts. So just write down or think of, say out loud, whatever comes to mind. Perfect people are. Being perfect means. Perfect keeps me. Perfect makes me. Being perfect makes me feel. 
When I think of letting go of perfect, I feel. And just see what answers come up for you. There's no right or wrong to this, but reflect on whatever came up. So for me, when I launched Wholehearted Coaching, I was so excited. I was so excited about the possibilities of what this dream could be, but I kept delaying. I kept avoiding making my website, writing posts, reaching out to potential clients. And I just thought, this is, I'm just lazy. I'm lazy. Um, you know, I, I don't know what I'm doing. I just kept getting down on myself. You know, you want this so much, but you're not doing anything. What's wrong with you? And then I realized I wasn't delaying because I didn't care. It's because I cared so much. And in my life leading up to that point, anything that I cared that much about had to be done perfectly. And for the first time, I could see that instead of being this amazing thing, perfectionism was actually the worst. It, it was totally destructive. I really had not seen that before. I just wore my perfectionism as this badge of honor, right? And that's when I realized that if I wanted to do all the things I wanted to do, right? Wholehearted coaching, I, I was like, oh, there's going to be I don't know, like I have group programs and I want to work one-on-one. -on -one. At that point, I didn't even think of having a podcast, right? But I realized if I wanted to do all these things and have a personal life, then I'd have to let go of perfect. And letting go of perfect, slowly letting go, releasing. I mean, we, we can't fully let go of perfect if perfectionism is something that, you know, you have been doing for a long time. But really facing it and questioning it and embracing the power of good enough work, oh, let me tell you, that was the most liberating and powerful thing that I ever did. And it's truly what I credit the growth of my business and my personal life to. Good enough work is about going after your dreams, after what you desire in a way that is sustainable and attainable. No overreaching, no impressing, no going above and beyond, just doing things to a satisfactory level, which means you actually get shit done and have time for the things that matter, like your friends, your family, your self-care, your hobbies, your Netflix queue. Yes, your Netflix queue matters. I mean, when else are you going to watch Bridgerton, huh? So good enough is really what I have discovered in my life and working with so many people over the years. Good enough work is how you juggle households, careers, and passion projects. It's how you prioritize self-care and still make strides in your professional life. If you look at me and say, oh my gosh, I wonder how she gets it all done. I don't know if you do that, but if you do, it is because everything I do is good enough. And here is the wildest thing. No one is going to notice, or at least the people that matter will not notice. And I'm going to tell you a little later in this podcast, I'm going to share you a couple stories about that. Um, but it's all about the people who matter do not care about whether it's perfect or good enough. So good enough work has two parts to it. The first is doing the work at a B plus level. And the second is giving yourself less time to do things. So let's talk about B plus work. 
That's exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> it's doing things at a B plus level, even B. I'd even go with B. That's totally, or even B minus. But for the purposes, if this is new for you, for the purposes of now, B plus level. And at first you're going to think this is preposterous. There is no way that you can succeed with that level of work. But I want to assure you that if you are a perfectionist, then your B plus is most likely an A. And you're so, you're probably so used to going above and beyond that simply delivering the goods won't seem like enough. Now, I'm not talking about creating sloppy work. This is work that's quality, it's passable, but no more obsessing over details and minutia, scrutinizing over tiny decisions or all of the options you could have. It's picking one thing and doing it. B plus work is about the freedom and ease in just getting it done. Right? And let me remind you, this is your life and dreams. We're no longer in high school or college. We're no longer living at home with our families, perhaps. Grades do not matter here. And I mean, honestly, did they really even matter then? The people who matter don't care if your website is the most integrated or optimized. They just want to figure out how to book a call with you. That's it. So B plus work, and that's going to look different for everyone. And that is like an experiment in figuring out what that is for you, right? It's like slowly working backwards from where you are and finding that really nice sweet spot, right? Where you feel like, okay, I can get this stuff done and I can also do this other stuff. I can get this stuff done and I'm not overwhelmed. I'm not ruminating and obsessing over things, right? That's something I used to do all the time. So now the second thing giving yourself less time. We think that the more time we put into something, then the better it is and the more invested we must be. But honestly, the more time we put into something does not increase its value or worth. It simply means we just spent more time on it, right? Think of it this way. Is an Instagram post that you wrote over two days better than the post that you just wrote in an hour? Maybe, maybe it is, but that has nothing to do with how much time you spent on it. We are like sponges with time, right? How much we give ourselves is exactly how much we will take or need. And we will always want more. So if you give yourself a day to write a post, you will take a day. If you give yourself an hour, then you'll probably get it done in an hour. So again, like I said, this is all an experiment. But this is me also giving you permission if you need it to try out these things. So this week, take one task, one that maybe isn't like super important, but that needs to be done, that maybe you're delaying on and try out these two principles with it. See what it's like, see how much you can get done, see where you have resistance, be like a little detective, a little Angela Lansbury, right? So before I told you that no one is going to notice when you do good enough work, Everything I do in wholehearted coaching is B plus everything. It's good enough work from my courses to my posts to this podcast. And this holiday season, I was literally putting out some serious good enough work, some B plus work. Honestly, I'm not even sure if it was B plus. It may have even been like a C. Okay. I kind of got over ambitious And I wanted to do all the things. I wanted to do a holiday sale. I'd never done that. I wanted to sell some of my 
online workshops to you all. Um, I was also putting out lots of content and, you know, I knew that if I wanted to do all these things, then it would just have to be good enough work, right? B plus work, giving myself less time. And that resulted in some kind of big errors, quote unquote, big, I don't know. But the first error was kind of small. Okay. I made a reel and it was about the new year, right? 2021. Um, and I was talking about 2020 and instead of 2020, I wrote 2019. Cool. No biggie, just brushing it off. Like I do that all the time. Like if you take any of my courses, the slides will usually have at least one or two grammatical errors, spelling mistakes. Um, you know, maybe I'll cough or whatever, but that I was just like, okay, cool. No biggie. Everything's fine. Now the second error was a little bit bigger. I wrote a really, what I thought was thoughtful new year's post, right? It was a post about just like letting go of how much you wanted to get done in 2020. And just like the fact that we just made it through was an accomplishment. And after I had it up for about a half hour, I went back to check on it and realized that there was like a really big grammatical error in the image. And now on Instagram, you can edit your caption, which is like the text underneath your image, but you can't replace the image. You cannot replace it. So at this point, the post had been shared and liked. And like, there was a part of me that was like, hey, Sharon, just be all cool, right? Live that B plus good enough life. Just let it be. And then there's my perfectionist side. And it's like, no, ma'am, this is like, you got to change this. You got to delete this post. You got to rewrite it. You got to do it again. And in that moment, I was like, no, I have to let, I have to perfectionism. No, this is, this is just wrong. This is a big grammatical error. This is being shared. Like this cannot be associated with my brand. And so I went and I deleted it and I rewrote the, the image, right? It was an image with text on it. And I posted it again and I was like, sweet. Okay. You did it. And I went in my stories and I was like, Hey everyone, um, this is what happened. There was an error. And I was like, I'm being super vulnerable and honest with you. I was going to do B plus work. And then I was like, my perfectionist side got the best of me. So if you could, you know, share this and like this again, that'd be awesome. Y'all I reposted the mistake. I reposted the first one that had the huge grammatical error. And at that point, I was like, I get it. The universe is trolling me and it's trying to teach me a lesson. And that post, y'all, was one of the most shared and liked and commented on post of last year for me. Like you, you all really resonated with that post. Most of you didn't even see the grammatical error. Cause it was one of those things where, you know, those like word puzzles you do where there's a grammatical error and you keep reading over it because your mind is like creating the sentence in your head. But like most people didn't see it. And those who did like really didn't care. Like nobody, I don't think anyone like unfollowed me. And if they did, that means they're not really part of this community, right? That this community is about embracing um, the not perfect, right? So that was just like a really, really funny instance. And then now there was a bigger one. K 
Okay. So this was one of my online workshops that I was offering in my holiday sale. I ended up re-recording one of them to just update it. Um, and again, I had so much going on at the end of the year that I was like, okay, giving myself less time. I'm only going to do this an hour. And sometimes with my videos, I can get like a little bit perfectionistic. I can belabor things. So I was like, nope, ma'am, you have an hour. That is it. Okay. So I recorded the video, like I think two or three times. And the third take, I was like, this is it. This is perfect. This is great. And I posted it. I posted it. And, you know, tons of you bought this workshop, New Year's Revolutions. And um, I was getting emails from people being like, whoa, that was such a great workshop. This was amazing. And then my assistant got back to me and, and she was like, hey, I was just checking through things. Do you realize that in the first um, 20 seconds of New Year's Revolutions, you like started the video and then you made a mistake and then you make a funny noise and then you start the video again? Did you mean to do that? Y'all, I was like, no, of course I didn't mean to do that. Who does that? Oh my goodness. So in this video that I had, you know, obviously sold to people that I was, you know, being compensated for, there was this, this mistake, this very B plus C minus whatever kind of mistake. And no one cared. No one emailed me when they emailed me, no one mentioned it. No one wanted their money back. I have gotten so many emails about that workshop, about how much clarity it gave people, how much they enjoyed it. No one cared that I had to restart it. No one cared that I made a really weird noise. Okay. When I made the mistake, it was a little pop. Um, no one cared. No one cared. So love your people, the people who matter, the people who want your magic, your special sauce, do not care. They do not want your perfect. They just want your magic. So I hope that all of this is maybe, you know, changing some circuitry in your mind. You're feeling some feels. I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping that this is shifting stuff because this is life changing stuff. I promise you. And now listen, I'm going to end this all with a bow with a quote from Brene Brown. Yes. I'm really going there y'all. Okay. I'm really going there. We're finishing with Brene Brown. So you know, it's going to be good. Okay. So the quote that I want to tell you by Brene Brown says, perfectionism is not the same thing as striving to be your best. Perfectionism is the belief that if we live perfect, look perfect, and act perfect, we can minimize or avoid the pain of blame, judgment, and shame. It's a shield. It's a 20-ton shield that we lug around thinking it will protect us when in fact, it's the thing that's really preventing us from flight. Y'all, it is 2021. Let us all take flight. Fly, fly, my love, right? Embark on your dreams. All right, until next week, I will talk to you then. 
Thank you so much for joining me this week. If you liked this week's episode, please share it with a friend, comment, and rate this podcast. Until next week, see you later, love.